0: Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax and delivery may be required. See store for details.
1: Acting Consul General Israel Nitsan, thank you for joining me here on 1010 Wins in WCBS 880. So you've been at the Consulate General here in New York, and then a couple of years before that, you spent a couple of years with the permanent mission to the U.S. here in New York as well. Um, So right now it's in Israel. We all know this. It's a bit of a contentious time we're seeing with these judicial reforms, you know, the Supreme Court. And this is obviously polarized. Some Jewish Americans seeing That's, again, no surprise. And non-Jewish supporters of Israel. Do you sort of wish you were kind of almost staying here more to see this through and just kind of work more with the Americans here who are concerned about this? Or are you getting out of Dodge in time?
2: (laughs) let's let me <laughs> I'll open by saying first of all thank you for so much for for having me uh, it's uh it's it's a real pleasure and uh and I listen to Tenton winds uh, quite often thank you um you know I've, I've been so honored to serve in in New York over the uh, the uh the past five years it is an incredible city with a thriving Jewish community but but also other many other wonderful communities with uh, which we have Wonderful relationships. There really is no other place in the world like uh, like New York. Um, in this case, um, my term is coming to an end at the consulate. I reached the peak of uh, of uh, the cap of, of five years, and five years is a long time and a long period. And it is it's been amazing, but it is time to to conclude my my mission here and to uh, to move on to do something else.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's really Israel decides, not you, so much, right?
2: <laughs> we can we can't, we have, we have a limit. We have the maximum of five years abroad, and the minimum yeah. of two years in Israel. So there are rules to that. Yeah.
1: Now, your predecessor, Asaf Zamir, he resigned after Netanyahu's decision um, to, you know, get rid of the defense minister. He he urged a delay in the judiciary reforms. How was that awkward for you? Obviously you obviously knew him, was it? Like you know, how did you sort of react to that or you just have to go with the flow kind of As
2: as as you said my title is is the acting consul general. So I'm basically I'm uh you said that Asaf Zamir was 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 my predecessor, but Asaf Zamir was also the the consul general. I was the deputy. So throughout these 5 years we had because of the uh the political situation in Israel, uh, yeah. we've had actually five rounds of elections, yeah. so um, throughout these five years it's been a year and a half, altogether all 18 months of, uh, of of stepping in. Mm-hmm. Part of my responsibility as being a deputy is to step in and to take the, the responsibility as, as an acting consul general without, you know, when, when there is no uh, a consul general appointed, so when Ambassador Danny Dayan ended his term uh, in the summer of 2020, I stepped in for uh, uh, more than a year uh, as, as the acting. And after Asaf Zamil left, I stepped, I, again, took the responsibility. I, I respect uh, Asaf uh, decision. He is, um, you know, he was, he's a political appointee. He was appointed by the, uh, by the former government. And I, I, I understand, and again, this is what he said, that he won't be able to represent this current government. I'm a civil servant, I'm in a different position, um, and, uh, and basically I'm concluding five years as a, as a career diplomat, as a civil servant and not part of, uh, of this political reality.
1: Understood. Okay. And so what's next for you? Um,
2: I'm still, I'm still thinking about it. My focus right now is my family. Yeah. Um, I have uh, a wonderful wife and four kids, um, you know i've been i've been doing this for 22 years now um this is my fourth diplomatic posting abroad um i served two terms in egypt and two assignments in, in new york uh one in the in the in our u.n mission the other one is actually to engage with the uh, the wonderful experience of engaging uh and, and working with uh, with, uh, with new york city and in our and our friends here and, and the jewish family of course mm-hmm. um this is not just a, a job or a career, but actually it's a it's a way of life uh, when you actually take your kids and family moving them from one place to another. Um, I acknowledge the price that they pay for my job um, and I couldn't have done it without the support of, of, of my wife and the family. And so anyway, my, right now, my focus is is the needs of, of my family first.
1: Mm-hmm. Can I ask how old are your children?
2: My children are, uh, I have four. So it's 16, 14 and a half,
1: and the twins are 12 and a half years old. Okay. All right. So you got Our them. hands are full. Yes. nobody's going to say that. So who do you think is going to replace you? Do we have, you know? There's lots of star power with Israel. We have, you know, Gal Gadot, Natalie Portman. Where do you think Israel wants them to be a little bit more political?
2: I, I, yeah, well, yes. Wonder Woman is coming to to New York to replace me. Uh, definitely, I'm joking. It's no, we, we, you know, yeah. as incredible as Gal Gadot is, uh, she's, she's. I think she's too busy. Yeah, Israel is very proud. Uh, as as one of the biggest, you know, uh, stars in 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 Hollywood. Uh, but but I think that by again, it's it's uh my um, you know, we will we will actually have another. Well, not a Wonder Woman, but a Wonder Man. Yeah. Uh, a wonderful diplomat and a colleague. Uh, his name is Tsarsal. Mm-hmm. Uh He's currently the Deputy Ambassador in Athens, Greece. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh And he will be joining us next uh, next week, as I need to say, as a Deputy Consul General. Well, I think that he will also step in as, as, as the acting for a certain period of time. Um, and we've been working hard... Uh, throughout this period to uh, to ensure a smooth transition. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been trying to uh I'm writing a document right now which is basically the manual for you know yes. uh, what to do and uh, and how to work with the this extraordinary community and millions of people who believe that they have this very close relationship with Israel here uh and such would be a huge asset to uh, to the consulate and I know that everyone is here is excited already. To welcome him, um, and uh, as I said, he will arrive next week, and uh, I'll see him next Thursday, and uh, and then he will basically take the home and uh, and uh, lead this uh, this organization.
1: That's great. And then is there one is there one piece of advice you could single out to him in the context of you know what when I came here, the one thing that surprised me about working with whether it was. Um, other diplomats from other countries, whether working with fellow Israelis at the consulate or just working with the Jewish um, New York community? Like, is there something you would say to him, wow, this really surprised me?
2: I think that the biggest advice I can give him is, listen, our job here is to build relationships. So yeah. I think that the first thing that he needs to do is to be a mensch. Yeah. Um, and the second thing is is to show up. Yeah. Uh, it's not only enough to uh, to be a man and to have a good conversations and relationship with people, but actually you build a relationship by showing up and and being there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's true for the Jewish community. It's true for other communities as well. Um, and and we have we have great relationships with uh, with with different communities here in, in in the city. I for just as an example of showing you,
1: I'm curious about this. Like what communities, for example, we, we so maybe i will I'll, I'll say
2: our job here is to build relationships yeah. uh we work um you know we we say that the relationship between israel and the united states is a special relationship now a special relationship goes beyond what people perceive as as the uh, security and strategic relations and an alliance between the state between the countries that we have but but we were talking about something that is much deeper than that we're talking about our shared values and and having this creating this very deep bond between between our peoples, I think that the second side of this of this of, of this aspect is, and it's, sometimes it's even more challenging today is maintaining Israel as, and, and the relationship as a bipartisan issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is the now we're working grassroots level. We're working with with of course we're working with uh, with uh, we work with uh, with uh, with elected officials with government officials. But but we're also engaging in a very close and, and meaningful way with with community leaders, diverse community leaders. I'll give you an example. Uh, we uh, you know we have great relations mm-hmm. here with uh, with the of course with the Hispanic community, with the Puerto Rican community. Mm-hmm. We're also you know every year there is a conference in Puerto Rico. It's called the Somos conference, and we're very proud of actually sponsoring these uh, conferences. And you know Israel has invested a lot in its relationship with Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. So uh, especially after Hurricane Maria, um, Israel Israel Aid, which is an, an Israeli NGO. Providing humanitarian assistance, actually built their wa- water purification systems, mm-hmm. um, and and supporting the supported the different villages. So we actually worked with them over there in a way that is also meaningful to the Puerto Rican community here. Mm-hmm. I attended, you know, one of the things that is very high on our agenda is fighting against Semitism. Yeah, but we're also supporting the uh, the Asian community against. Uh, you know anti-Asian hate. Um, I I think that I was actually our concert was the only concert attending uh, a rally. I think it was two years ago in uh, one of the main the main rally in Flushing Queens. Yeah, um, I'm a resident of Queens, so it was clear that that we need to be there uh, and to show up to support our our uh, Asian uh, uh, friends and 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 partners and, and neighbors. It's important to be there. It's important to show up to show that the state of Israel is standing with the uh, with our partners here, with our friends here, and and making this you know relationship even more meaningful than
1: what it is. Mm-hmm. So the common theme there, really, I guess, is sort of I mean, and you hear this even you know, independent of Israel, that when you're fighting anti-Semitism, you're fighting other forms of prejudice and g- discrimination, right? I mean, I think that's why you see when there's causes and organizations that are against anti-Semitism, sometimes they will align themselves with anti-Asian discrimination, anti-Black discrimination, anti-LGBTQ discrimination, and so forth. So that's sort of, I guess, it sounds like that's definitely kind of like you're in the Israeli consulate's wheelhouse, because there is that common um, kind of fight, you know what I mean? There, there, there
2: is a common fight, and, uh, and of course we're... You know, racism is racism, and yeah. hatred is hatred. Then we're fighting hate, and we're fighting racism. And and of course, you know, with when it comes to anti-Semitism, I think that that the uh, you know Israel is as as the uh, the nation state of the Jewish people was actually reborn out of the ashes of the Holocaust. We mm-hmm. think that we have a responsibility, it's a moral and historic responsibility, to uh, uh, support our sisters and brothers uh, Mm -hmm. you know jews around the world when they're under attack Mm uh but at the same time we are also working with other communities here and we're standing up against uh you know hatred when it comes to other communities uh, just like i mentioned the uh the asian community and this Mm -hmm. and 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 other communities as well Mm
1: -hmm. and then let me ask you then so have you noticed any change sort of um uh, you know in the time that you've been in new york um uh but of of Jewish Amero, Jewish New Yorkers here, like, has their sort of percept, like, has anything changed, like, whether it's their political issues or their religious stance, you know, like, you always see surveys saying, oh, people, not necessarily, but, you know, just people's, you know, not affiliation, but like what they think, like, you know, the Democrats changing view towards Israelis. I don't want to focus on a party line right now, but just in general, like you're in New York, you know, to a certain degree. New Yorkers can sometimes be a bit of a homogeneous group and Jewish New Yorkers have so just being in New York for five years. Have you just noticed, hmm, you know, Jewish New Yorkers have become more conservative, more liberal, or just something? I mean, maybe not. Maybe there is nothing different.
2: I, th- I think that, first of all, the, the community is very diverse. Yeah. Um, and and I have to say that, you know, sometimes people uh, uh, maybe miss the point, but, but we're also Israelis are different than the american jews and yeah. we're we're different we're one family and we're, we're committed to each other but we're different and we need to acknowledge these yeah. these different differences naturally the, the topics change yeah. um and uh but i but i think that what what you see is you know is, is the interest and the commitment to you know even even when you have let's say even more uh uh let's say uh uh even even if you have more critical views heard and and the conversations are can be can be a little more difficult, but I think that you know having a meaningful conversation, having a meaningful relationship is the ability to share views and to be frank with each other. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, so naturally, you know, we hear a lot of and and again, you know, we're we're Jews, so we know that. Yeah. Being you know criticism is part of the part of the business. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and. Uh, but uh, but I think that I've seen
1: that I've seen that I've, I've seen the Knesset. There's always back and forth. Damn no, kidding, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, but but you
2: know you don't need the Knesset. You, know, you can just uh, attend the Seder. <laughs> with your family to know that. But uh, but but I think that you know I I think that it what what you can actually take out of these conversations. Yeah, is the the uh, the uh, the importance of the relationship. People care. You know, yeah. if you if you have an argument, you don't have arguments with people. You know, with him, with, that you do not care about exactly. And uh, so, when you have such an argument, when when you have such a heated uh, discussion, um, it's because people actually care about the relationship mm-hmm. and about the future of the state of Israel and the future of the community here. You know, this is the largest Jewish community outside outside of Israel. Mm-hmm. Um, we're you know, as a consulate, we're responsible for. Five states that are New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Delaware. So informally, we are the Israeli embassy to the American Jewish community. We have, you know, in addition to other aspects, we have let's say about forty-five percent of American Jewry actually live within our five states. Wow! Uh, so a lot of Jews, a lot of opinions, um, and <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, and but but it's still you know this is the most meaningful relationship a diplomat can have. Do you get with the local community
1: pho- not from haters but do you just get emails and like phone calls like from jewish people and to the consulate, being like oh my god why don't you guys do this and that and i'm just thinking you know you must get all sorts of crazy all right I mean,
2: <laughs> no no it's it's I, I it's not it's not crazy it's, yeah listen, think about it yeah a person actually make the effort to send a message yeah or to call me or to send a text message. Yeah. It shows that they really care about the True. topic. They really care about this relationship. And and I think that, you know, I think that it was Elie Wiesel who said that the opposite of, of love is indifference. Yes, And so it comes out of love. Now, mm-hmm. and now you know, nothing is perfect, especially within the family, you know, we mentioned. Yeah. Some, 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 some complexities and, uh, let's say like more challenging moments within our Seder or Rosh Hashanah t- yeah. around the table. So it's, it's, you know, I think that people actually care about this yeah. relationship and, and I respect all views. And especially I respect the desire to have a dialogue. And this yeah. is, I think the door, what we have here.
1: And then that's, yeah, no, and I agree. I mean, not the same thing, but it's like, even when we get like reader calls and letters here. Part of me is like, wow, you were reading the article and enough to care to kind of reach out to us and say, why are you are reporting us. So I understand that. So I don't want to focus on, you know, studies and polls that showed this, but just the one last point on there. So there was this one Gallup survey and of course, polls, you know, you never know what their side is, albeit it's one survey. So it said it claimed that, you know, Democrats sympathies, of you know, lie more, allegedly lie more with Palestinians and Israelis by a margin of 49 to 38. Um, And I believe this was for the first time. Again, does that surprise you? Or is this again more like, you know, people care enough to show that they're kind of, you know, that people care enough that they're voicing what they think. I mean, these are people who historically were, quote, on Israeli side um, that this Gallup poll says. Or is it just sort of the time that they take the poll and, you know, the news is saying this, so a poll says this?
2: I think that... First of all, I, I think that it's important to 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 say that to know that that you know the the vast majority of Americans yeah from both sides of the aisle um, as again as difficult as keeping everything today partisan, I think that this is our yeah. main main effort they continue to stand to stand with with Israel yeah, I agree. Um, yeah and and but but and I think that you know sometimes especially in such in certain polls and certain questions you know the situation in the Middle East is is very complicated mm-hmm. um and sometimes people miss the nuanced view of of the complexities um and I think that this is part of our effort to first of all to explain the situation and to share the uh, the the uh, the information about about the realities on the ground mm-hmm. and again that are complicated but but I think that's you know you know if you ask I think that this israel is is Israel is more than the Israeli Palestinian conflict yeah okay. and yeah. uh and but you know but we this is our job here to continue work and building these relationships with and to create these meaningful relationships that go beyond you know beyond the news beyond the the perceptions of the of, of a certain conflict in 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 our region um you know we we work I, I said to create these meaningful meaningful relationships with, yeah. uh, with the diverse communities here um, and and I think that Israel and Israelis have so much to contribute to uh, right. to America and Americans and and to the strong relationship and the deep mutual uh, you know relationship that that we have. yeah um, you know I think that you can find other polls and you can find yes other ways to present these questions. Um, and and I think that again, you know, we have many friends within within the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you know, if we, I think it was only two weeks ago in which yeah. we. Uh, I think that it was uh, the Demo- Democratic leader, uh, Hakeem Jeffries, uh, yeah. our friend from from here from New York, yeah. who emphasized the uh, the uh, the importance of uh, of the relationship, the importance of of our again our shared values.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Richie so Torres also huge... It's huge, Richard, huge supporter.
2: Richie Torres is a wonderful friend uh, who supports uh, this relationship and actually contributed quite a lot to this uh, to this relationship mm-hmm. uh, and you know from his days in city council here and, and also in Congress but you know we have many many other friends mm. who are committed to this relationship. And uh, and I think that you know the numbers are you know at the end of the day you look at the numbers yeah. overwhelming support to uh to this to this relationship in Congress, um and and I think that this is we we should again we should work very hard we never we should never take it for granted mm-hmm. and we should work very hard in to continue to build this relationship, um and and again I I'm not saying that I do not take note of these uh polls yeah I think that but I think that the relationship is first of all the situation in, in our region is nuanced but also also the, the nature of the relationship is also very nuanced and uh and we need to continue to work with it
1: mm-hmm. do you want to get the next uh, saudi gig if it comes through or uh you, you know i i
2: uh uh i'm a career diplomat i know you're gonna say. i served no i i I served two two terms two assignments 5 years altogether in each um hey, what was that like? it's, it's a country um I, well i had a very exciting uh, career yeah. um you know uh, especially at the end of it you know i, I my second sign started in the summer of 2009 and about that yeah and ended in the at the end of 2011 when the, our embassy was attacked in september 2011 and i was basically uh we evacuated all our staff or actually all Israelis from, from Egypt on that night and I was asked to stay behind. Wow. Uh as the my wife and kids. My wife and kids when uh, actually the twins were less than one year old. Um my okay. wife and four kids uh went on the on the uh, on the on the airplane yeah. went back to Israel and I'll tell you a story because it also tells a story about the relationship with, with the United States. Uh we were basically you know our embassy was attacked it was Friday night. We received the call telling us that we need to uh, leave immediately to the airport. You go into the car and basically you drive to the airport. We arrived to the airport in the parking lot. I received a phone call from the uh it's the director general of the foreign ministry mm-hmm. uh who asked me to stay as the last representative on the ground. The relation, the peace relations with Israel, the peace agreement with Israel, according to the to the agreement, we need to have a representative on the ground, and the government said we need to keep this representation in order to keep the uh, the agreement with Egypt. Um, and uh, so he said he asked me to stay. I ch- I asked my wife, and she said yes. And of course I said yes. And he said, "Don't worry, the Marines are on their way." Now Israel does not have marine forces, and not of course not in Egypt. And these were the American um and i was basically um i met the uh the u.s marines at the uh in the parking lot of the cairo international airport and they too they actually took me to to the american compound and i was basically hosted by the american ambassador yeah in, uh, in Egypt. stay what What i wanted to say is that you know we, we we say that these are special relations as a diplomat after 22 years if there is any need anything that is on the agenda any concern any threat to uh to your well-being as is an Israeli diplomat usually the first and usually the only phone call that you make is to your American counterpart and uh, and I'm grateful for the American you know 22 years you understand you learn and you understand how important this relationship is and uh, you know you, we can talk about the big things and you can also talk about the small things of actually you know taking the last representative Israeli really representative and and actually hosting in, in the in the U.S. ambassador's residence in Cairo, for for a certain period of time. So this is it. Only shows you how, you know yeah. what is what is the the depth and the importance
1: of the relative relationship. And you have a very accepting wife that she would say yes, you may stay in Egypt. <laughs> no, I'm kidding.
2: <laughs> it's yeah. It, this is not. Something that is that obvious, yeah. and it's as I said, you know, it's not just the career, it's not just the job, it's a way of life, and a decision that has to be made with in consultation with with my wife, and she is as committed as as me
1: yeah. to
2: to the mission, and uh, and again, think about it. She went back home to Israel alone on a plane with four four children, yeah. twins, number three and four who were less than one year old. Uh, knowing that she's leaving her husband behind because he has, you know, he has a job to do. Yeah. Uh, and the responsibility. So I, I couldn't have done it without her. Mm-hmm. I couldn't have done this, you know, these five years that I'm um, just concluding without the support of my wife and and the children. Definitely not.
1: Yeah, no, that's, um, yeah, no, that's amazing. You definitely have some good stories for, uh, for some dinner parties. All right, so let's let's get a little bit lighter. So we were talking about, you know, Israel has, A lot of, you know, culture and a lot of other things, you know, to give the world, to give the U.S., to give New York and all that stuff. And you and I spoke before I had been in Israel and I sampled some of this on the ground in Israel. Right. And you don't see that here. So, but have some. So do you have any favorite Israeli restaurants in New York or food or you're too busy making your own at home?
2: (laughs) Uh, Well, one making it home at the I'll tell you, first of all, you know, we're we're uh we're so proud to be the startup nation but it seems that you know with all due respect to the high-tech sector in israel yeah i think that culinary is something that is, is not <laughs> embarrassing I, I you know you asked me about the, my favorite restaurant i have no idea it's it's there are so many um and it's difficult to choose and, yeah. and you know there's there was a wave of of amazing israeli restaurants opening yeah. in new york uh these days and it's so cool to see i think that you know i Chef Michael Solomanov is yeah. uh yeah, I I know that it's not necessarily New York, it's uh more Philadelphia, well, but he?
1: yeah, he's here yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah. See, I just prefer basic Israeli food like falafel and <laughs> <tina. laughs> And a lot of the new Israeli restaurants are a little bit higher than yeah, more food. fancy. Yeah. But do you have a favorite dish or do you like Israeli? Israeli breakfasts are pretty good.
2: Israeli breakfasts are good, are excellent. Um you know, I, I think that it would be, you know, it's, of course it's hummus. Yeah. But for real, but for real hummus, this yeah. is something that, you know, you, you taste the, uh, the hummus that you buy in, in the, in the supermarket that is not mm-hmm. hummus. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, real hummus is, is, it's great. It's very rare to find here, unfortunately. Yeah. But, uh, but, but if you can actually recommend me, uh, of, of a good place for hummus, it, it would be, it would be great. But, uh,
1: I went to, and I think it's actually a Tel Aviv restaurant. There's a restaurant actually across the street from our office that just opened, Port Said. And it's by that chef who does, um, what's Yal? He's like the big Israeli chef. What's his name? And Port Said is a restaurant in Tel Aviv, apparently. But even though it's, it's in Egypt, though geographic port port Said, yes it's an egyptian city egyptian uh, you know i had this whole discussion with someone because the restaurant is actually in Tel Aviv, but it's an egyptian that much i know that it's a seaport city but anyways yes it's called port Said east
2: and it's, you're talking about israeli cuisine or yeah. not or, or also with with egyptian influences
1: i don't know yeah i know very funny actually i don't know that. Uh, <laughs> But, yeah, I guess it's all together. It's all together. But it was good. But, okay. This, this is something I should test. Yeah. yeah. And then what? Is there another cuisine? You know, you're in New York. You don't always have to have is there a cuisine when you're here. You're like, Iyal Shani. That's it.
2: Eyal, Eyal Shani. Okay. Okay. Huh?
1: Is there a cuisine here that you're going to miss back in Israel? You're going to be like, oh, they just had, you know, American food, Mexican food. I mean, they have everything in Israel, too, though.
2: They have everything in Israel. But I, you know, you know, I I I have four kids. Yeah. So I, you know, usually, you know, my average, you know, meal outside is is junk food. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's something that I'm going to miss
1: definitely. I feel uh, like bamba has taken over the world here. By the way, bamba, yes, yes. yes. peanut butter, a little those peanut butter like puff things?
2: peanut butter puff. Yes, it's uh it's it's amazing. And and, and by the way, I I think. I don't know if you know, but in Israel, you have a very, very few kids have very little. Uh, yes. And, uh, a few kids have, have actually uh, peanut allergy because of because of Bamba. So,
1: yes. I heard that you know, when I was there. And then, like I said, that was a year ago. And then I knew of Bamba a bit. You know, you see it here in certain grocery stores. And then when I came back to New York, I saw Bamba. They sell they sell it at Yankee Stadium. Like some it was my year. I didn't know that. Wow. I saw it everywhere. But yes, I did hear about the peanut allergy, so that was funny. Okay. Amazing. So that is actually kind of interesting. Now, what about, you know, your wife and your kids? Is there something they're going to miss a lot, do you think, about New York? Or they're just like, your wife's done.
2: (laughs) No, no, no. My wife, okay, my wife is an American citizen. She's not done. She's Mm -hmm. not done. New York is her place. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) uh, but, But I think that, you know, it's, you know, this is... You know, altogether I I lived I've lived here for, for nine years. Yeah, yeah. It's my kids actually live in New York more than anywhere else actually yeah, wow. around the world. So so they they love this place. It's uh sometimes I feel that they're a little maybe more Americans than, you know, Israelis. Uh maybe, maybe, not really. Um I listen, when when we uh you know, when we when I finished my my assignment here at the UN, we went back to Israel. Uh, my son played baseball. Yeah, in the Tel Aviv team. So you know they. You know when when you're talking about the deep bond between the peoples, it yeah. starts with our children, I think first. And uh, you know this is such a wonderful place, and uh, and they enjoy it very much. And yeah, uh, yeah.
1: all right. I saw a Tel Aviv FC soccer game when I was in Tel Aviv. That was kind of cool. <laughs> the fans are very different there. They were very, like, they were, you know, behave, they were raucous. It was interesting. They played Nice when I was there. It was very funny. They were very prompt on time. Was but anyway, really?
2: It's is really swell.
1: Isn't wow. that odd for Israelis? I thought not to do it. We were an hour late, and I thought, oh, that's fine. It's a Tel Aviv soccer game. Got there now. And, <laughs> and every the game was there. They were started. But anyway, okay. So let's have another, but let's talk Golda. So that movie comes out, um yeah know, during Helen Mirren as obviously Golda Meir. Golda Meir is also American, right? She's from Milwaukee. And then, you know, Liev Schreiber, who's Jewish, is playing um, Henry Kissinger, who was Jewish as well. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. Did you have any special access, just out of curiosity? No, I, I haven't. I haven't yet. I'm going to actually watch it next week. Mm-hmm.
2: Um Listen you, you started with Wonder Wonder with one Israeli Wonder Woman moving yeah. <laughs> we'll to another one Let's say uh, it's Golda yeah. and and Helen Mirren is, is you know specifically she, she I understand she expressed that Golda is was one of the best roles she's uh, ever played yeah. and it's going to be an ex- a very exciting uh uh movie i it's you know to have the story portrayed in, in on, on the silver screen is then to have, of course, the iconic Helen Mirren is is a wonderful thing. Um, Golda was was, you know, Golda was was the fourth female head of state in the world. Mm-hmm. Really, a trailblazer when, uh, in a very critical point of time, in time for Israel. I think that, as far as I know, the actually this is the, the movie actually speaks about talks about the uh, the Yom Kippur War mm-hmm. and the Pearl oh, War yeah. uh, over there back then um and it's i i really am excited i want to i'm looking forward to see that And actually i encourage you know a call on people to to go and 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 watch this uh this documentary it, it's on sorry it's some documentary it's this uh this movie but uh but this is just uh should be a remarkable uh story first of all and uh and I'm, I'm very very excited to watch it
1: well it'll probably introduce a lot of people who are unfamiliar with her you know what i mean to this you have these two stars like this it's gonna be yeah it'll be very interesting so you're yeah. you're happy with you're happy with the casting would you change any of your own casting would you like to have seen goals i don't know if there's anyone you know in the appropriate age and everything for goals anyways helen mirin's good it's like I was making a job. I was like Gal Gadot, Bar Refaeli, Natalie Portman, but I think they would need a lot of makeup and, uh,
2: uh yeah. You have Shira Haas, I think now that mm. maybe can, can join the prequel. I don't know if we should be a prequel for Golda, but, but it's, uh, it's I exciting. A
1: bit. All those, all these really actresses, you know, they're a little bit, you know, they're better, made. you know, they're, uh, they're cast in different type of roles. Let's say that superheroes and stuff. Nothing wrong with that.
2: I'm I'm sure they can have a better Israeli accent than Helen than Mirren. But,
1: yeah, but yeah, but anyway, Golda was not,
2: you know, she was born in in she she was born in the United States, so like yeah. maybe the uh, the accent can be very true, more authentic by by Helen
1: Mirren. Yeah, I know they ever do a movie about Bibi? I want to see who's he's a perfect America <laughs> <Okay. Yeah. laughs> i'm sure there would be <laughs> and then okay so, and then let me ask you to wrap it up and then so rosh hashanah the jewish new year um it's about a month away i think a month yesterday um it's about a month um what are your plans for then or you can't think that far away i mean it's kind of you know the start of a new year you can take a deep breath it will be about a month or so after you finished your posting what are your plans
2: uh, nothing specific i have to say family first of all um, but it's also you know it's it it's a very special period in the year uh, you know in the jewish calendar uh, communal reflection and uh and uh some uh, um you know we we basically gather to to look uh past their you know and to past their, our our differences mm-hmm. of course uh uh and uh I think that what we need is unity. Right. I think that what we need is is tolerance, and so I think that what we need is to engage with each other. Um, I'm going to spend the holiday with my family. Mm-hmm. No special plans this year. Uh, no, again, nothing. Of, you know, usually as as, as uh, especially as a diplomat in the a consulate here in New York, so you need you uh, you know the 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 high holidays is mm-hmm. a period of shul hopping that you yeah. basically you know, you, you, know you, you attend I don't know how many 20 you know services in the in one month uh, that, uh so so this year I'm basically focusing on my family yeah uh and uh I am looking forward to a, a real meaningful um holiday with uh, with my kids and and my wife
1: that'll be nice yeah you won't you won't be speaking at every synagogue or sisterhood or brotherhood luncheon <laughs> You know, all right, well, I think that's a good message for for Russia, for, uh, Hashanah, the new year, right? To leave it on, right? Okay. Yes, yes. Is there one thing, and then just finally, what's been the one thing you've loved about New Yorkers being here? Love it or hate it, what did you like about New Yorkers? Not the city, but New Yorkers. <laughs> new
2: Yorkers are, I'll tell you, New Yorkers are just like Israelis.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, you know, you're... Uh, we are you know we're perceived as the subway, you know we we have uh, spikes and we uh we uh can be critical and we can be direct and blunt and i think that this is also you know when you're talking about the average new yorker this is how you describe the new yorker as yes. well so i think that we're much alike you know in many ways yeah uh and and this is something that i'm i'm taking with me um uh, and listen it was you know, the honor of my life to serve here. And uh, and it's an amazing, and incredible experience. I learned a lot. Uh, I learned a lot about... First of all, about, about our relationship. And I learned a lot about the fact that, you know, we have many friends here. Mm-hmm. Many, many, many friends who are committed to this relationship. And they can count on us. And we can count on them. And... And it's it's real, it's authentic, and uh, and I'm I'm so proud to to have actually contributed to this uh, to this relationship in the last five years.
1: Acting Consul General Israel Nitzan, thank you so much for joining me on Ten Ten Wins in WCBS 880, and safe travels back to Israel. Thank you very much. Thank you.